Kingdom. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. We are going to talk about La Seraphim. They have a new album called Anti-Fragile. We will get into the music video, album picks, bias chat, you know, our favorite topics. Then we're going to talk about Wanho. Wanho has a single album. It's called Bittersweet. The single is called Don't Regret. We'll talk about that. Our girls Idol have a new album. It's called I Love. The single is called Nude, but spelled N-X-D-E. Ooh. And also Mamamoo. Mamamoo has a new album called Mike On. We will talk about the single, talk about the album picks, all the fun stuff. Of course, our boy Stray Kids back with another reality show. Also, the long-awaited puppy interview was released. You know we have to talk about that. Yes. As always, a fun quiz. Of course, Emily has the news for you. She will catch you up on all things K-pop. Emily, how are you? I'm doing well tonight. I feel like I'm getting into the groove uh, of my new lifestyle. I'm feeling a bit better. I was ill last week, so my immune system's getting back to normal and my little puppy, thank you all so much for your thoughts and prayers and good vibes. Freddie is now a week out of his ACL and luxating patella surgery. The little man went through it and he's recovering well. So I can't be unhappy when he's doing okay. He's he's recovering well. You know, because you got to see him this weekend. I know I did. I was so happy to see him. Charity came all the way to LA uh, to hang out with me and Freddie, see my new apartment. We even built some furniture. It was yeah. the perfect bestie weekend, but she was yeah. here so we could go to camp. And we're going to catch you up on all of that <laughs> in a few well, minutes. Well. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot to talk about there, but <laughs> let's get into the show. Welcome to our loyal queendom. Thank you for coming back. We're so happy to have you. If this is your first time listening to the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast, we do this podcast every week. We've been doing it for 126 weeks in a row. New episodes drop on Friday. If you'd like to say hi, slide into the DMs, social media, NYC, K-Pop Queens. We're on Twitter and we're on Instagram. We post different material on both, so maybe give us a follow on both of them. If you like what you're hearing tonight, Please don't be shy in giving us a rating or review on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on. We really appreciate love and support from you guys. Okay, speaking of the queendom, we got to get to some poll results. Every week, we ask poll questions exclusively on Twitter. So if you want to participate, make sure you're following us on Twitter. We love to pick your brains. We love to know what you guys are vibing with and get your opinions on stuff. So we need to get to it because like Charity mentioned in the intro, we've got a packed show tonight. We've got a, a lot of music to cover. It's a girl power episode tonight. We've got three out of yeah. four of our reviews are female groups. So a lot of a lot of strong women this evening. It's going to be a fun one. But let's get to these poll results, Charity. Okay. So this one, you already know the answer, everyone. We, we asked you who we should review this week. We do this from time to time. We can't review everyone in the same week. Uh, we have Dreamcatcher and Mama Moo. So we took it to Queendom. We said, who should we review this week? This was a close one, but Mama Moo won. Mama Moo won with 56% of the votes. Dreamcatcher had 44%. So that's why we're reviewing Mama Moo this week. Congratulations, Mama Moo fans. You got your wish. We will be talking mm -hmm. about this for ladies. 
later in the episode. But don't worry. I have a feeling that Dreamcatcher release will be reviewed very soon on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We love them. Yeah. Charity and I, we like those ladies. We're going to talk about them. A couple of weeks ago, we had a little debate about pronunciation. This was completely off topic, completely off topic. But we <laughs> said we're going to do a poll question. We didn't get it out last week because last week was so Stray Kids heavy. You know how much we love Stray Kids if you listen to the show. So anyways, we didn't ask the poll question last week. We're asking it this week. The thing you color with, what do you call that? I pronounce it crayon. Charity, how do you pronounce it? Crayon. Okay. Crayon. Crayon. (laughs) This sounds like to me. Crayon. Uh, (laughs) So two syllables or one. That was your choice or something else. Maybe you have a different word for it. Well, don't I look stupid? 74% 74 of the queendom pronounces it crayon. Hmm. I guess 74% of you are wrong. So sometimes the right answer isn't the popular answer. Um, So me and 22% of the queendom know that now. You know, we're going to be on the right side of history. Um, And 4% 4 of you call it something else. So the majority of our listeners pronounce crayon like charity. (laughs) Kai from our queendom pointed out G-Dragon has a legendary verse where he says crayon. So Mm. like G-Dragon, I guess that's how people pronounce it. (laughs) Well, well, well. I love that. Uh, Sure you do. That's a fun one. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So, anyways, (laughs) thanks a lot, everyone. Appreciate your support there. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Love Queendom so much. They're the best. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I kid. I kid. Okay. Our last question has to do with this weekend because charity came out for camp. We were a little apprehensive about this. We were very excited. We bought our tickets during the pre-sale in August because the lineup was insane. This looked like the best lineup. We couldn't believe it was happening. Two-day K-pop festival at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, and it had so many of our favorite artists. So we were just so psyched. But as the date approached, it seemed like it wasn't the most organized affair. We didn't know what time it was going to start. Mm-hmm. The set times weren't released. It just felt like, is this going to happen or not? Charity and I both discussed, do we think this is happening? I hope it does, but this feels a little shoddy. I'm not sure if this is real. Well, 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 guess what happened? (laughs) Less than 24 hours before the show was supposed to start on Friday night, they announced that six of the nine artists did not have their visas cleared to travel and perform in the United States, and they would not be attending. These artists included the artists we really wanted to see, like Kai and Bam Bam and Taeyeon. Mm-hmm. So for Charity and I, you know, if, I think if it was just one of the artists, okay, fine, I'll still go because it'd be cool to see Icon, Super Junior. Like, I really wanted to see P1 Harmony. Um, so there were still great people attending. But when you take out Bam Bam, when you take out Kai, when you take out Taeyeon, It was just too much. I was like, what? No, no, no. So we decided not to attend 
because camp offered a refund and these tickets were very expensive. Mm -hmm. So it was like, that's a lot of money. If we can get our money back, maybe we should. Now, the following day, Monster X was headlining on Sunday. Obviously, Queendom knows Monster X is one of our alt groups. We're obsessed with them. This will be the last time you get to see them before they enlist. They're going to be enlisting soon, at least two or three of the members. So this was a big deal for us. We were still gung-ho on going Sunday night. Well, guess what happened? (laughs) They pulled out as well because their visas didn't come through. And Starship came out and said, the organizers have asked us not to make an announcement, but we don't feel that's right. And they didn't get the visas handled. Just so like everybody knows how this works, if you're throwing an event and there's international performers, it's up to you to get the applications in for their visas. The label supplies the paperwork and you actually get the visas, right? So camp clearly didn't do that. I don't know if they ever submitted it or they just submitted it last minute. But I mean, we bought our tickets in August. They've had months and they didn't do it. Yeah. So just a total mess total mess. Um, So Charity and I did not go. We didn't go both nights. We were excited to kind of report everything to you guys. But honestly, the money, the effort to get there, the parking situation, everything just was overwhelming when all of our favorites were no longer going to be there. So we pulled out. I don't regret it, Charity. No. Well, we had a good time anyway. We can always make fun wherever we are. Yeah. I just feel bad for people who flew there but didn't maybe know someone or had to pay for a hotel like Mm -hmm. I remember when I was on the plane Friday seeing that Bam Bam couldn't get on the on the plane Kai couldn't get on the plane I was like oh no yeah I'm already on the plane so and then there was a couple people that were sitting next to me who I think were also going to camp just from paraphernalia they had with them uh, that I was assuming, uh, you know, different like uh, army stuff and other group stuff. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. they're probably going to camp. Uh, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like so many people are traveling in for this. We're clearly not the minority because when you look at the pictures, there's not that many people there. No, yeah. no. It looked really, really, really dead. Yeah. I know for day yeah. two, they were giving everyone floor passes. So not only could you move down like closer to the stage, you could move to the floor and it just looked empty. Yeah. Some people I know who went said it was still fun. So that's good. I mean, I think if your favorite group was still there, it would be fun. Yeah, of course. But for us, it didn't make sense. And it also something that rubbed me the wrong way. A couple of days before the event, I get an email because I'm the one that uh, bought our tickets and it's like, you're a winner, free tickets. And you just went online and you could pick your seats and you can get up to four seats for both days. So it was like... What did we pay for? Why did we pay all this money when people can get free tickets two days before? Like they should refund every single person, period. Yeah, It's just a mess. And I agree with you. People that traveled from all over the world, flights, hotel, missing work, like are you Mm going to compensate them for that? I mean, this is just a disaster and I would never attend anything that promoter does ever again. I would strongly encourage our queendom to be careful yeah. It was a disaster. And and this is just such a frustrating thing. You know, we've talked about concert promoters dropping the ball recently with K-pop concerts, Luna, Omega X, and now mm-hmm. this. It's really, really frustrating. You know, the X deserve better and so do the fans. So yeah. yeah. 
Back to the show. Uh, this actually was one of our poll questions. We asked if you guys would still attend with so many headliners not performing. 36% said yes. 64% said refund, please. So yeah. Queendom was with us, Charity. When your faves aren't going to be there, when it's all the headliners that you were excited about, yeah. you get not a refund. One, but like 50% of the, of the acts that we paid for, and those are the 50% that were our faves can't show up. Are you getting yeah. it? No. Ridiculous. It was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. I'm, and it's just bad for like, and, and also, sorry, I'm going to stay on this for a second. <laughs> the lineup didn't make sense. No. I hated the lineup who they had opening, closing. It didn't make sense. P1 Harmony is one of the hottest fourth generation groups out there. Yeah. They've got a really passionate young fan base why are they the openers when there's a couple groups that I've barely heard of that you're putting on later than them? This is in the United States. P1 Harmony is popular here. Know your market, know your audience. They shouldn't have been the first group on day one. I hated that. That like was really grinding my gears, guys. I was annoyed when I saw that. So camp was a mess. Uh, You didn't miss out if you decided not to go. (laughs) Yeah, you did not. You did not miss out. And if you went, you know, I, I hope you had fun. Um, yeah. Make the best of it. And if your faves were there, I'm sure that they were great. But yeah, we're not, we're not sorry. We got that refund. <laughs> yeah, we did. We sure did. And we had a good time anyway. <laughs> oh, we had a great weekend. We had a great yeah, weekend. Yeah. And it was kind of nice to stick closer to home. So yeah. uh, we could watch little Freddy while he recovers. Yeah, sweet boy. Guy. <laughs> you guys have no idea. This dog is so freaking tiny. He's like the tiniest yeah. little dog. And he has alopecia. So he already look, like looks kind of sad. And then they had to shave his leg where he actually had hair. So now he... He looks pretty pathetic. Uh, you, you know, you can leg tell. It's so teeny, like a little it's chicken so leg. It's so it's tiny. So teeny. My surgeon yeah. said he thinks it's probably the smallest dog leg he's ever operated on. Oh. He, he's, he's just, he's, he looks so pathetic, my poor little guy. But he's doing better. And he was so yeah. excited to see you, Charity. It was a <laughs> lovely weekend. So it was all worth it. Yeah. Let's move on. It's time for some Queendom shout outs. We see where you're listening from every week. We just want to give you a specific shout out to say, hey, you who lives here, we see you. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for being part of our listening community. Thank you for being part of the Queendom. Queendom shout out, Fort McCoy, Florida, White Plains, New York, Forest, Mississippi, Porter, Texas, Covington, Louisiana. International Queendom shout out to our friends in Chesterfield, United Kingdom, Essen, Germany, Trentino, Italy. And Bacaloid, Philippines. Apologies if I just butchered those names. Y'all know I'm not the best with pronunciation, but I try. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening and being part of our queendom. We had a great week last week. Stray Kids bring listeners from all over the world. Yeah. Um, We always see towns and cities pop up that maybe we haven't seen. Stray Kids, bring bring the noise. So last (laughs) week's episode was really fun. This week's episode is going to be really fun. Are you ready, Charity? Let's get to it. I'm ready. Okay. First, we're going to talk about La Seraphim. Now, La Seraphim, it feels like we just reviewed their debut. Yeah. And we kind of did. This is a five-member girl group that debuted in May 2022 on HYBE. Uh, They're part of Source Music, which is a subsidiary of HYBE. They were originally six members. 
There was a scandal, someone left the group, and now there's five. This EP is called Anti-Fragile. It's five songs, and this single is called Anti-Fragile. What are you feeling about this one, Charity? I love the reggaeton beat and percussion. It makes you want to get up and dance immediately. At least it did for me. Mm-hmm. I love the part in the chorus when they go, Anti-T-T-Fragile. My horrible thing. Yes. No, no, no. I knew exactly. We people know exactly what you're referencing. Yeah. It just was really, really fun. And I liked it more than their debut, which surprised me. But what did you think? You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying oh, yeah, I'm trying to yeah. try, oh, yeah. try, get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Damn, me, me, we all artists, man. We go you feel me? We gonna have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit right now. I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta lie, don't play with it. Play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Yeah, this song is a hit. This song yeah. is a hit. I completely agree with you. The reggaeton, I love that deep bass, that beat. Nice drums all around. It's impossible not to dance. It's really mm-hmm. similar notes to what you said. Love the anti-t-t-t-t part. Really catchy. Yeah. Really fun. It's a fun song. And I found myself listening to this one a lot. A mm-hmm. lot this week. Like, this is a good song. I liked Fearless. I think that chorus is catchy. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of with you. This one... Yeah, I might like this more than the debut. I think this is a really, really impressive first comeback. What did you think of the music video? I'm here for this. I am here for this. They're badasses. I'm just going to say it like that. They're (laughs) badasses. That's the theme of this music video. I love the choreography. I Mm -hmm. love the choreography. Shout out to whoever choreographed this. That flexing part, really smart. goes with the song. It's smart. And during the chorus and really during the whole song, there's a perfect mix of like the tough, I'm not, you know, I'm anti-fragile flexing and then feminine moves. I think the choreography is great Mm -hmm. and very rhythmic so many times. And I would say maybe even specifically with girl groups, the choreography feels like you can see them counting in their heads. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of posing and a lot of hand movements. I love when there's actual rhythm and you can tell, oh, these people have rhythm. They can actually dance rhythmic moves that go with the beat of the choreography loved this choreography i thought it was so good really cool transitions going in and out of the moves interesting formations the choreography i was so excited about um i really like that they showcased kaswa i i don't i'm not sure how you say her name Uh, her flexibility and dance background she's like a prima ballerina and it was cool Mm -hmm. that they showed that that was smart um i love che one's energy She's a spunky little sassafras, and I love her. <laughs> and then Yunjin, bad girl of this group. Bad girl come through. She's got this bad girl energy, really powerful presence. I think as a group in total, they've grown a lot already. Mm-hmm. They're way more comfortable in front of the camera. They were actually giving a performance this time. They're serving a lot more this time around. 
styling wise, I liked the denim and black outfits. I thought those mm, were cute. Mm-hmm. They were fun. It worked with the concept. The white outfits weren't my favorite because I don't like fur. I hate fur. Yeah, I don't yeah. want fur anywhere. I'm like an animal rights person. Sorry, everyone, but I am. And I hate fur. And I don't want the, any idols to encourage fur as being cool. So those outfits were out. But when they were wearing those, they had a really nice scene where they were each like in this kind of backlit spotlight thing doing the mm-hmm. choreography. I thought that was a really great moment. There were a lot of fun, interesting moments in this video. But what stole it for me were the performances and the choreography. What do you yeah, think? Yeah. A similar note. I like this like dramatic apocalyptic theme with like the meteor mm-hmm. coming to earth. Yeah. And then one of them, I think it's Cass was doing splits and yoga on the roof. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> her. No, that's her. Yep. I just loved it. Um, I love the stunts on the motorcycle. That was really cool. The denim outfits. I loved the choreography. Like you said, when they're like uh, flexing during the, um, uh, when they say anti-fragile to show like their strong arms. I love all the hip shakes. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. It was fun. It's it's a fun video. And it makes me like, I like the song already. I really like the song. And the video yeah. works with it. It's nice when a video, how should I say this? Sometimes videos can make you love or hate a song, right? Yeah. Like sometimes it's like, oh, this video is such a mess. And your opinion of the song kind of changes. Mm-hmm. Or the video is so much fun. You end up liking the song more. This one, I love the song and I love the video. I thought it was all just very well done. I'm a real fan of this comeback. Let's talk about the rest of the EP. What song stood yes. out to you? Um, Impurities and No Celestial. Okay, my picks are Impurities and Good Parts, When the Quality is Bad, But I Am. Oh, nice. Okay. So let's talk about our separate ones and then we'll get okay. into some impurities. Uh, no Celestial uh, is like angsty 2000s pop rock. Very kind of Avril Lavigne sounding to me. Mm-hmm. I like the bridge. I love that they tried a different kind of sound and I thought it worked. It was like different than Antifragile, but it still, I felt like it fit on the album. Yeah. 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 It didn't like deviate so far that it was like, oh, yeah. they just threw this in. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's been a trendy sound in K-pop, so it's not surprising to hear that yeah, yeah, yeah. on albums right now. So I liked Good Parts. I thought it was a really nice song to end the album. It's an introspective song told from a young woman's point of view. Lyrically, I think this will resonate with tons of listeners. Mm-hmm. You know, they have lyrics like, I just want to love myself when I'm good or bad, love my weakness, contrary to fancy expectations, even if it doesn't look decent, find the good parts. It's an empowering song with this kind of floating melody, and it sounds young and current and fresh. I thought it was a really nice way to end this album. Mm -hmm. And then what about Impurities? Yeah, let's talk about Impurities. I'm not surprised you liked this because I think it's really – this is (laughs) R&B, pop, girl group goodness. Like this is really um, a pure and essential R&B, pop, girl group song. little throwback sound with that beat. Smooth, yes. smooth vocals. I love the drawn out. Can you see in the pre-chorus? Mm-hmm. It's just a very cool song. Yeah, this is my favorite song on the entire album. Flowy R and B, and the instrumentation kind of had like that throwback sound of like with PM Dawn mm-hmm. songs. Yeah, I love the beat. I love the melody in the chorus. I was just like, oh yes, girls, give me this. 
Yeah, it's good, right? I think that yeah, in, yeah. this is a good project. I yeah, like this. Yeah. What's funny is I didn't hate their debut. I still think Blue Blue Flame was my favorite song. I still listen to that from the debut. Mm-hmm. And Fearless, the chorus is catchy. I yeah, picture that choreography. Yeah. They've got a great choreographer. It's a shame. Like I remember in the debut, we just didn't like that one piece of choreography. It was a little bit yeah. too sexual. Yeah. Um, you take that away and they're fantastic. And I think this comeback is really great. I started loving these girls when I watched the Hybe Game Caterers reality show. Mm-hmm. They were really sweet and they were fun and they just seemed to have good attitudes. I liked their vibe quite a bit. So I'm excited that this is a great comeback, you know, rooting for them. They're super talented. Let's get into our biases though. Cause I don't yes. know if we've even picked biases last time. We did. Oh. At least I did. I remember saying like this one stood out, but I can't really pick a bias. So I didn't pick a bias. Uh, now I definitely have a bias. Charity, who's your bias and wrecker? Um, still the same. Yunjin is bias and Kaswa is wrecker. What about you? My bias is leader. My bias is Chauhan. I think okay. she's so cute. She's so full of spunk. She just draws attention and she commands the space. My wreckers are Kazwa. She's beautiful. And Yanjin. Yanjin has oh, this bad nice. girl vibe. Yeah. Yanjin's a bad girl. She's like really got this energy about her, an extra little mm, when she does mm-hmm. stuff that's fun to watch. So a little bit similar. We usually have <laughs> different biases, but like, let's, you know, bias wrecker switched or yeah, same yeah. wreckers. And we're sticking Especially with that girl groups. Yeah. Yeah. No, we definitely do. Why don't we play a clip of the song so the queen yes. can hear this? This is going to get stuck in your head. Warning. Sorry, not sorry. This is Anti-Fragile <laughs> from La Seraphime. Oh my god this song is stuck in my head always so good it's really good it's a great comeback yeah. you know it's interesting because so many k-pop fans have said the girls have ruled 2022 and i think we're a little eh on that because we tend mm-hmm. to favor boy groups yeah um, but i will say there are a lot of strong releases oh, and, yeah. and from these younger girl groups they're killing it mm-hmm. so Add this, add this to the list of great girl group releases this year. La Seraphime, congratulations. We're both here for this. We're not anti-fragile charity. We are not. Or, or are we? Wait, what does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> it, it means you're, uh, you're strong. That's what I thought. Well, because fragile is weak, anti-fragile means I'm not weak. But I said we are not anti-fragile. So we, we should have oh. said we, we're anti-fragile. Okay. There we go. Okay. Comprehension. Yeah. Not a strong point for us tonight. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's move on. But we're not moving away from the Seraphime. That's right, ladies and gents. It's time for our favorite segment of the show. You know what it is. Charity knows what it is. Bang Chan from Stray Kids. He knows what it is. Most of definitely. Of course, I know what it is. You guys, it's quiz, quiz time. time. Yes. We're on point tonight. That's right. It's a little seraphim quiz. 
this is basic. We're going to find out which Les Seraphim member we are. That'll be fun, right? Always. If you'd like to take the quiz, if you'd like to play along with us, there's a link in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. You'll also notice there's a playlist. If you want to hear any of the songs we've talked about, like Charity just referenced PM Dawn, it'll be on that playlist. We do that for you every week too. So check that stuff out. We will also be posting this on our Twitter on Friday. While you're listening to this podcast episode, it's probably already up on Twitter. So why not let us know who you got under that post? Okay, Charity, are are you ready? I am ready. Question number one. Who was your first bias in La Seraphine? Chewan, Sakura, Yanjin, Kazhua, Garam, or Unchi? Garam is the member that is no longer with us. Uh, Yanjin. Yeah, Yanjin stood out for me in that Fearless video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who is your bias wrecker? Uh, well, it's going to be the same because my bias wrecker now is Yanjin and Kasua. Okay. I'm going to go with Kasua. Okay. Next question. Pick an emoji. Your first choice is the tiger. Your second choice is a rat. Next is a giraffe. Uh, the next choice is a swan, a bunny rabbit, or a little chick. I'm going to go with the giraffe. I'm going to go with the tiger. Okay. Your zodiac sign, Leo, Pisces, Libra, Scorpio, or other? Other. I'm a Sagittarius. Same. I'm a Cancer, so I'm picking other. Okay. This one is either your birthday month or the closest one to your birthday. Your choices are August, March, October, or November. My birthday's in July, so I'm picking August. I'm a November baby. Okay. Your height or one really close. 171 centimeters, 5'7", 170 centimeters, 5'7", 174 centimeters, 5'9", or 172 centimeters, 5'8", or lastly, 163 centimeters, 5'4". I'm going to pick 170. I believe I'm like 168 centimeters. I'm 5'6", so I'll pick that one. I am 5'8", so I'm picking 172 centimeters. Okay, let's see. I got Yenjin. Hmm. I got the one that's no longer in the crew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I got Garam, so. Hmm. All right, well, maybe we didn't know that this quiz included all six members. Apologies, everyone. Um, We will let us know who you got. Let us know if you're in the group or not. Uh, Charities in the group, (laughs) I have have had to leave. But there aren't that many Les Seraphim quizzes because they're new. Yeah, yeah. We tried to find one. It was still fun. Uh, Let's... Let's move on. Remember to let us know who you got. That was a fun one. Okay. Yeah. Time to talk about our man, Wanho. Mm -hmm. We talk about Wanho quite a bit on this podcast because, as we mentioned earlier, Monsta X is one of our alt groups, and Wanho is a former member of Monsta X. He debuted on Starship Entertainment in Monsta X in 2015, I believe. He debuted as a solo artist in 2020. This new single album has two songs. The name of the album is Bittersweet. The name of the single is Don't Regret. What did you think of the single? It's an emo, like, pop 
rock track. He sounds mm-hmm. really good on this. Mm-hmm. I like the lower notes in the verses. It sets up the chorus really nicely. That guitar build in the pre-chorus and then those rock drums coming in is very cool. It's a story song and I love songs that tell a story. This in in a way this almost reminds me of a country song because mm. it's clever and it's yeah. heartbreaking. And it tells a story, you know, he starts with like not regretting breaking up with this person and saying he's happy now. And then the song goes into not regretting the relationship and Mm -hmm. loving the other person and not regretting holding their hand. And it's really emotional and painful and bittersweet. It's bittersweet. It's this bittersweet breakup song that feels perfect for the title of this album. And I think that's a very relatable feeling. I think this will connect with a lot of listeners it's a mature breakup. It's saying, I don't regret walking away from you, but I also don't regret every good moment we had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's such a painful, powerful, mature emotion. And that's like, mm-hmm. that's love, you know, it's a different, different thing than being like, oh, I wish I never met that person. Now I have, <laughs> I have both breakups for sure in my history. I have ones that I'm very happy I walked away, but I don't regret the relationship and I have, I, there's, yeah, there's people I wish I never, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. but, but this one felt very relatable. I also have to say part of me felt like, and I know this isn't exactly what these lyrics are about, but it felt like Monster X too. Yeah. It felt yeah. like he doesn't regret not being with them anymore, but he also is so grateful and has so many emotions about, them and being in that mm-hmm. group you know it's he's happy now he's able to be happy now but it it felt for me I felt a little tinge of that too there's so many emotions yeah, around yeah. him leaving on sex so it was a really powerful song what did you think I really liked it a little angsty pop rock song he is all in his feels I love the electric guitar, the rock drums, the chorus is catchy, and I thought his vocals sounded so nice and are a nice juxtaposition to the more rock sound. Mm -hmm. And I love that he tried something new and it really paid off. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of uh, the music video? Oh my God, this music video is dramatic and exactly what I wanted for this kind of song. I love when he's performing with the band behind him and there's this fire surrounding them. And then when he's alone outside and it kind of pans to this like aerial view, that was a cool scene. The animation part seemed a bit out of place, but Mm. it was definitely interesting. Um, And then, of course, Wanho, per usual, always delivers a very amazing shirtless content that I love and appreciate. There it is, ladies and gents. There it is. (laughs) This emotional performance here. (laughs) But was he wearing a shirt? (laughs) <laughs> that's what I zone in on immediately <laughs> what, what did something's you never changed uh, no never never <laughs> um, I I really like this music video I really like this music video because I love the color grading I love the setting these kind of depressing buildings as the backdrop Mm-hmm. it's gray it's cold it's the perfect tone for the song I thought the styling nailed it I love it when he's wearing all black exposed forehead and smiles Wanho has such a nice smile more of that please sir we need more mm-hmm. smiles Wanho's always looking like this cool muscle man 
no, more smiles, please. I loved the striped sweater and jeans look in that fire scene. I thought mm, that was yeah. really a great look. And it kind of went with the 90s emo alternative vibe that he was giving here. This feels more like a movie. It feels more realistic than most mm-hmm. K-pop videos. I felt like this felt more true to life than K-pop videos. So it was fun to watch. Loved the breakup couple scenes. We don't get enough of that in K-pop. It helped bring the emotion of the song to life. And you really felt it. They did a great job acting that out. Mm-hmm. And then when it turns into the cartoon, I thought that was so unexpected that I loved it. Yeah. It was it was really fun and interesting. I really, really like this release from Wanho. He's killed the live performances of this on weekly shows. Something that we've spoken about when we talk about uh, Wanho before, when we reviewed him previously, is the way he's able to connect emotionally to the material. Yeah. So I'm always going to be a fan when he does songs like this because not everyone can connect like him. I buy it. I buy it. Watch him sing this song live. Yeah, he feels it. So therefore the audience feels it. And it's hard to fake that. It's a specific thing that some artists have and some don't. And you can act and pull it off. But when someone really has that power to emotionally connect, it's it's a great thing. <laughs> it's really, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. It resonates with me for sure. I think he killed this comeback. I'm excited oh, for yeah. him. What about the other song, On and On, which featured Hyunhui? I liked it. I think she has a really cool tone to her voice. And I thought that it complemented with his well. I love the like dance beat and kind of groove of the song. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Yeah, it's a fun one. It leaves us yeah. with a fun dance track. A little bit of house maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her breathy voice fits really well on this dreamy song. Like it's a it's a cool song. And I thought I thought it was a nice add-on. We're not gonna get two emo songs. We had emo, and now we're getting into a little yeah. chill out, little chill dance track here. So it's I I really liked it. I think this is a yeah. great project. I wish it was longer, but yeah. I think it's a great project. And I don't know, is this it before he Enlist? When is Wanho enlisting? I don't know. Does he have to but... enlist this year? Or is that just like me creating problems where there isn't one? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in my gut that he has to. Uh, but maybe, well, yeah. Older, I think it's so him, Minyak, and Kian. Wanho, yeah. ha- Minyak, and Kian have to enlist this year. Yeah. And then Hyungwon might, depending on some rule or something, because he's a January birthday. Mm. maybe they could all go together maybe they could all be in the I same mean, like group then they all come back and then we get monster x again that would be good that would be good mm. yeah anyways um <laughs> why don't we play a clip so the queen of queen here yes. this is don't regret by one home <laughs> Such a nice song. I really like it. 
It's great. It, I feel like he doesn't put out things that aren't great. There's maybe yeah. been one one who released that we both didn't love, and it was still okay. Yeah, but yeah. Everything yeah. he's done has been wonderful. He's such a talent. Really, really great. But I, I love this. I will never forget mm-hmm. when his debut came out. Oh my god, that <gasps> oh, <laughs> gut wrenching. Losing it is like the best, still the best song ever. I cried yeah, my so hard when I was watching the music video. Oh. he does these like amazing dance songs and it does amazing depressing songs he's like so perfect for us yeah yeah and this was another hit he gave us more great music so thank you wanho we love you maybe we'll get some some more before enlistment i don't want to be greedy but i just also don't want to say goodbye (laughs) okay time to move on the ladies of idol release new music this group debuted in 2018 under Cube Entertainment. They were like Les Seraphim. They were originally six members. Now they're mm-hmm. five. We've reviewed them quite a bit on the podcast. One thing that they always do is a completely different concept. So they bring something yeah. different every time. You don't know what you're going to get. I think it's fair to say they did that this time. This yeah. EP is called I Love. The single is called Nude. This is... A uh, hotly contested uh, release all over social media. <laughs> I, I'm I'm ready to talk about this one, Charity. What did, <laughs> what did you think? I actually really liked it. Um, it's got like a Broadway style mixed with pop. I like the orchestra strings and the horns. I thought the tempo changes were cool. I love the bridge and the tempo changes at the end. Soyan said that the word nude can be perceived as a provocative word. And people may think, why is it nude? Isn't it too explicit? But she thought that the word nude meant her true self, not an undressed version of herself. You know, she writes a lot of stuff. Actually, other girls wrote more for this album. But yeah, I I liked it. I thought it was playful. I thought it was fun. I thought it was different. They love to do different. What did you think? Nope. No, 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 no. I feel like I'm in a bad circus and I want to get off the ride. Not only did I not like it, this is one of my least favorite releases of the year. I'm going to tell you all why. Really? I I don't like this at all. I think it's an absolute mess. I think it's a total, total mess. And I can't wait to talk about the music video and talk about the concept and why it didn't work uh, at all. Like, I don't think this works at all. I think it's a total nightmare. Okay. The beginning jarred me right away. I was like, what the hell? Um, you've got these heavy vocal effects on Suyan, and it's very whiny. And I was like, what is she doing? Okay, hmm, where's this going to go? The combination of the whiny vocals and then the high-pitched violins, it just wasn't pleasing to my ear personally. And I mm-hmm. understand what they were trying to do, but I think the classical sample here does not work. And we've heard that a lot with girl groups. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking about Red Velvet, Black Pink. Yeah. This is a, a something that's happening a lot with K-pop girl groups right now. And a lot of times it's it's interesting and it works. I don't think this specific one worked. I will say I thought Mayan sounded good on the chorus. That was like, mm-hmm. to me, the bright point. I think she has a great voice. And she had some nice moments in this. But vocally, this song doesn't serve them at all. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot in the production. There's a lot of tempo changes. There's a lot of switch ups. And it just didn't come together for me. Production-wise, I didn't think it gelled. And that bridge, I thought, was a complete mess. It was just like, <laughs> it was a mess. Like like you mentioned Broadway. If this is a Broadway show, I'm walking out. I just thought it was complete, <laughs> utter mess. I couldn't, 
I went into it completely open-minded. You know, I thought the visuals were interesting for this comeback. I liked all the pictures they released. I get it. We're doing a blonde thing. Um, I think the song Nude, it's interesting that you brought up with what Soyeon said, because there's nothing in this song and the lyrics that's emotionally vulnerable or exposing themselves. It's very surface. And it's not, to me, the last thing that the song conjures is nude. It conjures like Betty Boop or something. I really, the song didn't work for me at all. It's my least favorite thing they've ever done. And I cannot believe this is the group that did like Hua and that amazing comeback. And even Tomboy, that concept I thought worked really well. Awesome song. Nude is a miss for me. What did you think of the music video? Buckle your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Does not work. It does not work. Okay. (laughs) Again, there's so much going on here that I don't know what the concept is. They just talked about blonde people. They just talked about what they think is sexy, I guess. Uh, Marilyn Monroe, we see a lot of pictures of her and they do some Marilyn Monroe costuming. And we've seen that a lot in pop culture. Obviously, Madonna did it for Material Girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, Soyeon wears a pointy bra like Madonna. There's other costumes that are clearly Madonna and Marilyn Monroe references. Okay, I guess we're doing Madonna and Marilyn Monroe. Then during the chorus, they're doing Moulin Rouge. What the the F does that have to do with anything? Why are you doing Moulin Rouge now? And also, if the whole like concept was like blonde, famous women, uh, Nicole Kidman has red hair in that. Then they keep showing this like Jessica Rabbit character. Am I wrong? Or does she also not have blonde hair? It's red hair. So so that all is thrown out the window. So it's really just like they were all sitting around a table. Let's what do we think is sexy? Moulin Rouge, Madonna, like Marilyn Monroe, Jessica Rabbit. It just was all over the place. And then it switches to this like sculpture part that really made no sense for me. I was just like, I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, I just thought there was too much. Like the song for me, the music video felt like there was too much. And you had a real opportunity when the song was called Nude. Just play around. Make the audience guess if you're nude or not, you know? And make it be like more skin and more kind of cheeky. Are they or aren't they? You could have done some really fun, interesting things with this concept. But instead, it's like, just, I I don't know. I don't know what was happening. I was, (laughs) oh my God. It was just a whole lot of oof. So, y'all, I really, this was really like a nightmare for me. I feel like I was watching a nightmare. It just was like, what is happening? What? No, why? I literally kept saying no, why? Throughout like (laughs) about halfway through. I was like, what the F is this? Why? Why are we doing this? No. I liked it. <laughs> Charity. I did. I I thought they looked beautiful. I thought it was fun. Did it make sense? No. I didn't really Okay, care thank about you. It. Thank you. Okay. But you at yeah. least agree this had no, no concept and it made no sense. What was the concept um, of the music video? I I honestly I didn't really care that it didn't have a concept because I just thought it was just fun, you know, like throw in all these pop culture references, which is what they did. I'm down like Marilyn Monroe, Madonna, Moulin Rouge, the thing with the Banksy art scene, like all these random things. I thought they looked gorgeous. Um, I don't know. I just was like, this is fun. It was kind of all over the place like the song, but I I like the song. I don't know. I okay. mean, maybe I just have you a soft spot for, for Idol. It takes a lot for me to dislike something that they do because I just think they're so talented, especially Soyeon. But genuinely, you like the song in the video, and that's just yeah. Is it my wait? Is it my favorite thing they've ever done? No, but I did like it. Okay, there you have it. (laughs) 
We're going to be asking a cool question on this one. Yeah. But it's funny because I feel like there's always something that'll come up here now and then where we both are just on opposite sides. It's really yeah, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. No, like I literally was like watching this and listening to it. And I was like, oh my God. No. No. Like hatred. Like I haven't disliked a comeback oh. like, like as passionately for a long time. And, but that's why like podcast is fun. That's why music's fun. I don't like this. Other people love it, you know, and vice versa. Like everyone's not going to love or hate the same things. It's what makes the world go round. And it's fun. Of course. Opinions. Let's get into the rest of this. What were the other songs that you enjoyed on the EP? Um, I liked change and dark X file. Okay. What'd you like? None of them. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. There were some good songs on the album. I also liked Change. Mm-hmm. I liked Reset. And I liked Sculpture. Okay. So okay. let's talk about our different songs. So then we'll get to mm-hmm. Change. Dark X-File, I really like. This is, it's dark and sexy. I was honestly surprised by the lyrics. So it starts off and it says, baby, why you down? Want to take a puff on my joint? Okay. Now, some idols almost lose their careers over this implication. <laughs> Wanho. Yeah, inappropriate. That's, that's an inappropriate song, Charity. For them to be so flippant about it really surprised me, honestly, because it wasn't like they were tongue-in-cheek. They were just like, hey, you want to take a puff off my joint? I was like, yeah. what? You know what? But good for them for not giving enough. I thought Yuki sounded amazing in this song. I love her lower tone. I love the breathy elements in the chorus. It just kind of added to the vibe. But mostly I was just surprised at them just just not caring. Um, it's like, okay, interesting. Well, like Blackpink has a lyric, um, you know, during Happiest Girl, like some rolling papers, like they mentioned. Uh, I think, you know, there's a huge double standard with male yeah. and female idols. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's a, for female idols, it's really awful bullying. That's what gets mm-hmm. you removed from yeah. a group. For male idols, it's breathing wrong. So yeah, it much. is. It is <laughs> yeah. <We're>, existing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not liking a girl back, and then she starts yeah. rumors about you. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, Anywho. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, we got, got some news to talk about later tonight. I digress. Yeah. I liked reset. I thought reset gave us a gentler sound, and it was more mm. vulnerable vocal performance, softer yet still impactful. It's a mm. heartbreak song. I thought this one was very cinematic. I pictured like the female lead of a K-drama kind of going through the motions after a breakup during this song. It has very OST vibes. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Y'all know me. I love K-dramas. So that was that was a good one. And then I also liked Sculpture. It had a cool beat with some different elements. There are a lot of switch-ups in this song, similar to Nude, but I thought this worked a lot better. And it had that mm-hmm. kind of Broadway jazz sound that they were going for in Nude. But Sculpture to me is a, is a better song. I liked it. I thought it was a cool sound. It was interesting. And most importantly, it worked. It gelled. Let's talk about Change. I think this is the best song on the album. What are your opinions on this one? Yeah, same. I really, really like this song. Many was one of the co-writers and co-composers. I love the instrumentation, the electric guitar intro. The beat is really cool. Minnie starts it with her beautiful tone, and then Soyeon comes in with her unique tone rapping. I thought all of their harmonies are so gorgeous in this song. I mm-hmm. really, really liked mm-hmm. it. What'd yeah. Yeah. It's just, 
great vocal tones, really yeah, cool vocal yeah. tones, nice melody. I love Minnie on the opening. And then Yuki's yeah. low notes come through, girl. I love her low notes. And I think the lyrics are cool. You know, it's a song about being sad and depressed, even though you have everything and pretending mm-hmm. you're okay and kind of that awful feeling of like, I've gotten everything I want and I still feel sad. Mm-hmm. I liked the lyrics and I thought it was, it was an interesting song. It was well done. So, and then just again, the tone of this song, the tones in there are so pretty. This is my pick for the best song on, off the album. There were some good songs here. That's another reason I'm yeah. mad about Nude and I'm mad about the lead single. There's some good songs on the on the album. It's not like a horrible comeback because there's solid songs within the project. I just would have mm-hmm. switched singles. <laughs> <laughs> what about biases? Uh, any change there? I don't think so. You know, I love yeah. Suyan. I think she's wonderful. I love Minnie. Minnie has such a great voice that those are those are kind of my girls and nothing's really changed. What about you? Yeah, same. Soyan, Bias, Mini Wrecker. Love their voices so much. Why don't we play a clip? Queen Nam, you need to listen to this and decide if you love it or hate it. <laughs> because there will be a poll on Twitter and we all know what the right answer is. No, I'm just, just kidding. There's no right or wrong. Um, this is Nude from Idol. I liked it. Emily did not. So. No. It's just, it's it's such a like, it's just not a pleasing sound to my ear. That's, it's not Fair pleasing enough. to my ear. Different strokes for different folks. We love and hate yeah. different things. Yeah. And it happens on our podcast sometimes. Hasn't happened for a while. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of fun. While. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> we're going to post, we'll post a question on Twitter. Let us know if you're here for it or you didn't like it. Even though I said there's a right answer. There's no right or wrong answer. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Something else that Queendom voted for. The Ladies of Mamamoo, four members. They debuted in 2014 on RBW. They released a new EP called Mike On. It's three songs. The single is called Ilella. Let's talk about it. Oh, yeah. What did you think? It's like reggaeton kind of and with, you yeah. know, a little Spanish vibes. And I mean, this is a compliment, but it sounds like a song that would play in a Zumba class. Like it's very, yes. it's right. Like I can just yes. see Zumba being done to the song. <laughs> it's fun. I think it's a good song, but I will say, I think we've heard this from them before. I felt like we've kind of been here, done that with that song, with that sound from Mama Moo. And on this EP, they released three songs. I think there's a better song here and I would have liked to see it be the single as opposed to this one. I don't dislike this song. Uh, Let me be clear. I don't dislike this song. I think it's fine, but it kind of felt like, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel here. I've heard this before. What did you think? Yeah. Not reinventing the wheel, but I really liked it. Uh, Cool reggaeton beat. 
It had a cool groove. It made me want to start dancing immediately. The chorus was repetitive, but it was really catchy and it kept getting stuck in my head. And I love uh, that at the end of the song, it sounded like it went up a half step, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, at the chorus. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just was like, yes, girls. Oh my goodness. I like saw like the dancing in my head, you know? I was. That's what I mean. Yeah. There's. <laughs> It's like very repetitive. Like you could easily choreograph a dance routine to this. Yeah. What did you think of the music video? Um, (laughs) music video was not my favorite. The styling was literally. I can exhale. Thank God. (laughs) You said you loved this. I I can't take two in one night. Okay. (laughs) Um, yeah. The styling was all over the place and it just did not Horrible. With the song at all, I did like the black leather outfits, but that yes. was honestly the, that's what the I said too. Ones. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did love the choreography a lot, a lot. The leg and the hip movements were on point. I thought it really worked with the song. Like, there's one part when they are kind of um, halfway bent over, um, mm-hmm. kind of moving backwards. That's a very famous Zumba move. So it seriously looks yeah. like okay. Yeah. I'm happy you said that because like. This looks like something that women would be doing in Zumba class, including the choreography. Including me every week. I love it. That's why Charity <laughs> likes it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What did you think? Uh, similar notes. I thought the styling was horrific. 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 Fossa <laughs> with the green turtleneck and the blue chaps with fringe. Uh. It was awful. That pink furry hat ensemble is a no. Oh, no. Just, yeah, the, the outfits were pretty bad. I th- The neutral looks were okay, but like you, I thought the black outfits were my favorite. Yeah. They looked beautiful in the black outfits. Wean looks really pretty. I thought she mm-hmm. looked great. Yeah, it's... What's interesting is I think... I agree with you that the choreography really worked for the song, but mm-hmm. I'm going to put a caveat in there. It felt a little slower and more low energy than what we've been seeing from girl groups recently. It was it was slower. It was, again, it's Zumba. We're watching them do Zumba, which is fine. <laughs> but this is a K-pop group and this is a comeback. So I expect something a little, little harder, a little more intense, <laughs> a little higher energy. I don't think that's Mama Moo's thing. And I think that's totally fine. There's room for all different stuff. That's just my personal kind of preference. I was like, eh, this choreography is a little, little low energy here. But yeah, the music video wasn't my favorite. What about the other two songs? Yeah, let's talk about these other two songs. Because it starts with one, two, three, oi, it, something mm-hmm. like that. I loved this song. I loved yeah. this song. It was, it was more upbeat. It's funky. It's fun. Great beat. Fun lyrics and vibe. I would have made this the single. I think it showcases Mm -hmm. their vocals more and on an album called Mike On about how you're the good singers, you know? Why not have a song that showcases your vocals? The way they sing Mama Moo, it's beautiful. It's so good. It's so cool. This a million percent should have been the single. It's a much better song. And I think um, they could have done a lot with the music video. It's This is my favorite song on the album. What did you think? Yeah, I loved it. Same. My favorite song on the album. A funky dance song. I love the funky bass. Mm-hmm. Lost is low, sultry vocals, moon boils rap. I thought the chorus is really catchy when they sing Mama Moo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Make this the single. Yeah. And then the other one was L-I-E-C. I thought that was another upbeat dance track that was a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a fun disco song. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. 
it just was surprising to me that they made Ilala the single because to me of the yeah. three that was the weakest song. So it was like, why is this the single? And and I've got to say too, on this EP is fun. I don't think it's a bad project at all. But for it to be titled Mike On, mm-hmm. I would have done a ballad with crazy runs. Show off your vocals. Like you called it Mike On. Dance songs don't really showcase your vocals um, in a way that other songs could to really yeah. be like, yeah, our mics are always on and we can sing. I would have had different songs for this project to show off the singing. Yeah, I agree. If it's going to be called Mike On, I yeah. want to hear Wasa's beautiful low voice a lot more than I was able to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Vocally, they didn't get a chance to shine. So it's interesting that the EP was called Mike On. I would call it Fun Party. Like, I don't know. <laughs> dance, dance Party. Um, dance Party. Yeah. <laughs> Zumba Class. The EP is called Zumba Class. <laughs> I'm signing up. Yeah, no, I mean, it'd be a fun Zumba class. No lie. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of like, uh, if you're going to have that name, you better bring it, you know? And I, I'm not sure if they did, but there's a, there's some good songs in this project. Why don't we play a clip of Il Ella? So the Queendom can hear what we're talking about. This is the latest single from Mamamoo. really fun song yeah it's i mean it's good it's fine it's not my favorite but it works and i just wish they would have released um the opener of the ep i think that would have been a stronger Mm -hmm. single but you know no harm this isn't a bad release so i haven't talked about mamamoo for a while congratulations to them yeah yeah, it's kind of, it's fun to talk about mamamoo we we talked about them a lot in the beginning we talked about hwasa yeah yeah, love We only have so much room. Uh, so yeah. thank you all for voting for Mama Moo. We're happy to talk about them and review them. Let's move on, Charity. It's time for Straight yeah. Kids Reality Show. It's been a while, you guys. We did that marathon yeah. with Two Kids Room. And I would suggest if, if you don't know Straight Kids and you want to get, like, get to know them, watch Two Kids Room. There's multiple seasons. Mm-hmm. The most recent one would be a great place to start. I think that's the best way to like get into their personalities. Charity and I recapped yeah. that for months and months and months. They recently ended and now we're back. It's SKZ Code, new reality show. Episode one is what we're going to talk about this evening. Charity, give me your thoughts. Let's break this down. Um, So they play a game to see who has the most qualities of love. And shocker, your man wins. I know. He's, so, <laughs> he's just so perfect, you guys. Like... <laughs> I don't want to back, but honestly, at this point, Hedget is like the most perfect guy in the world. So I'm sorry for every other guy that exists because like you can't touch him. Oh, surprise, surprise. Hedget wins. (laughs) So he wins that, which means he got to the advantage in the next game, which uh, he got to pick his partner. Um, So the next competition is they're each paired up. They were blindfolded, paired up, but you don't know who went into what room. So what unfolds is they have to figure out who the pairing is and they do all these fun 
games to figure it out. And it was just, it was funny. What did you think? Yeah, it was a fun one. I mean, it was the start of this. I think like sometimes the start of games isn't as exciting as when the reality show progresses. I have a feeling episode two and three are going to be maybe a little more exciting. But they had to kind of set up, these are the rules. This is what we're doing. There's this whole Cupid theme because- Obviously, um, Accident Case 143 is a love song. So love is the yeah. theme. I thought it was funny. Like, I liked the part when they had to say if they knew everyone's birthdays. And Hyunjin and Felix immediately were like, I don't. And then, <laughs> then Sugman's like, I do. And he got it wrong. It was it was just kind of funny and fun to watch. Another thing that I thought was interesting, they had this one challenge where they had to stand on like a small piece of paper, both members. So three out of four of the teams like stood there kind of hugging to do it. And Felix said something like, well, the stupid members will have someone on their back and have to stand there holding someone on their back. And then it cut to Hyunjin and Changbin. And that's what they were doing. And they were like laughing and having the time of their life. Uh, they did pretty well, though. But I believe yeah. Tan and Lino won. They were, they were solid. And they had to do stuff like handwriting samples. They were trying to guess who's in what room and who's partners with who. Mm-hmm. So they had to, and they had to like take pictures. So they would take like funny pictures of their hands and elbows. And yeah, it was fun to watch. This doesn't, this might not sound that fun, but like when you watch it, it's fun. Cause they're dying laughing. Like they think yeah, it's the best yeah. thing ever. They're having the time of their lives. So next week we're going to see them all in one room, trying to guess who's partners with who and what room. They're mm-hmm. in. I don't know. That'd be hard. Yeah. That would be hard. Hmm. But it was oh a fun God, one. Fun. I mean, yeah. their reality shows are always fun. When you're a fan, these reality shows are like, oh, they're, mm-hmm. they're so satisfying. So that's the setup. And episode two, I believe, airs tomorrow. We re- we record the podcast on Wednesdays. So we will be getting to episode two next week. You know what else we need to talk about, Charity? I do. The BuzzFeed do puppy interview. <laughs> yeah, We've all been waiting so long for this. I remember the pictures when they came out and they were leaving BuzzFeed. And they were wearing really cool clothes, specifically Hyunjin. And I was like, he wore that to meet puppies. I'm not going to make it. No, 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 no. (laughs) That is insane that that's his outfit for the puppy interview. So we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, the puppy interview people on Twitter were like, it's coming soon. So everyone figured it would come for this comeback. And then we had the date. And it's finally here. And Charity and I have probably watched it 400 times. Um, let's talk about a charity. So what I thought was really cute is you can tell the people that are like the dog people because dogs know their people immediately, you know, they gravitate to the people who give off the energy, which was Hyunjin and, uh, Chan. Mind you, the other members are nice. Although Chingbin was a little bit of a fraidy cat. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lino's definitely a cat boy, uh, but he was at the end, you saw him pick up one of the doggies and he kept trying to interact with them, but it was definitely Hyunjin and Bang Chan especially. Oh my God. He was making noises and I love at the beginning when they were all doing like the baby voice when they were talking about the doggies and they were getting ready to come. No one wants to hear me talk to an animal. It's embarrassing. I sound ridiculous. (laughs) Well, Hyunjin was like, I speak dog. They understand me. And I was like, oh my God, yes, yes. But when they were like saying their names, Hyunjin was like, I'm Hyunjin. I'm a dog person. I'm a big dog person. (laughs) Again, I I don't want to rub it into the rest of the world, but Hyunjin is the perfect man. So I'm going to be real. I was nervous. 
I was nervous. What if Hyunjin yeah. doesn't isn't good with dogs? You know, yeah. because you can tell, tell you can tell everything with the way people are with animals. And when you're like mm-hmm. Charity and I, and you're such animal lovers, and you know you have dogs and live and breathe for these dogs, the way people treat them and the way people interact with them tells you a lot. So when someone comes into everything. my apartment and yeah. they interact with my dog, my opinion of them will immediately change, mm-hmm. immediately. And it's either wow, I'm so happy this person's my friend. I like them more now, or wow, this person sucks. Freddie's telling, <laughs> Freddie telling me they have bad energy. No, 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 no. We are done. Yeah. That happens with guys I date. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a real thing. So I was very nervous with this puppy interview. What if they were just frantic and crazy and scared the dogs? What if yeah. they didn't know how to pick the dog up? What if, you know, like you don't know. And Hyunjin, boy, did he take away all those fears. Just <laughs> so lovely. He was so cute with them. I loved it when he picked up the real hyper one and calmed him down. Yeah. Him. Like he was just so, so sweet with him. And I loved watching him genuinely smile and be so happy with the puppies. Yeah. It was just adorable. Uh, Chan was by far the puppy's favorite, which I'm not oh, surprised yeah. by. Chan would definitely yeah. have that calm, assertive energy that dogs are drawn mm-hmm. to. He's so like lovable and kind. Um, that wasn't surprising. But what surprised me is I never knew Changbin was scared of dogs. And then there was moments where the puppies ran to him and you saw him pull back and pull his hands up, a fear motion. Um, so that was interesting. I didn't know that. And, yeah, you know, yeah. kudos to him for sitting there. That's not easy. That'd be like me having to do like a clown interview or something. <laughs> I'll be but I thought it was really cute and it was it was everything we hoped it would be i still have no idea what the yeah. questions were i wasn't listening i was i know listening. i was trying to keep a track of it but i'm like and i, I wish they showed them uh they would do close-ups of when the members would hold them but i wanted to see their the members faces while they held the dogs yeah you know yeah. i wanted that would be my only critique i would they would do a close-up of like hyunjin holding it or han holding it or felix holding it but then you wouldn't get to see how they were looking at the dog when they were holding it. And mm-hmm. I wanted to see that, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. 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 We need a yeah. lot of close-ups. Like I think if we produce and directed this, it would, yeah, be, it would be different. It would be like yeah. at least three hours in the room. Yeah. Three uh, hours in the room. And there'd be yeah. like maybe five questions. Like we're not going to bombard yeah, them with no. questions or just going to put a no. camera in there and watch. Yeah. And then we, yeah, then we'd sure. edit it with like really fun, cute music. Yeah. So yeah, maybe next time puppy interview, it'll be like at my apartment or something. Yeah. And it'll yeah. just be Freddy and it'll just be Hyunjin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there may not even be a camera and it might not even be an interview. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, one step at a time. Oh, uh, Straight kids, I know you're listening. And I think that would be a really good way to promote the next comeback. <laughs> just put it yeah. out there, Charity. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, too funny. My alt is like the most perfect man. Yeah, he delivered. He did. I thought it was cute when the doggy was like biting his shoe. And you know what? He didn't care. He wasn't mad yeah, about it. I let the it. dog bite my shoe. He's sitting there talking yeah. about his beautiful art, letting a dog bite his shoe. Can you tell yeah. me marriage material in any other way? Like that's yeah. marriage material, ladies and gents. He wasn't mad about it. Let the puppy bite your shoe. Who the F cares? I don't care when dogs jump on me. I don't either. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm like, no, it's fine. I love it. Like, thank you. Same. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, my dog destroyed. If, if any dog was like biting my shoe, I'd be like, oh, well, I'll kill this ugly shoe. Oh, well. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. You're right. That shoe is hideous. 
Yeah, same, same. No, I will like never get mad um, at a dog for anything. Never, no. Like, I do get mad at people. Oh, all the time. Yeah. 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 This is why I prefer animals to people, for sure. Dogs and stray kids. I thought it was also really great when they were like naming the dogs after their songs. Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. that was really cute. Um, yeah. And I loved when Chad said, like, look at him over there. The puppies were playing, going crazy. He's like, they're like us. They're real chaotic. And then you look yeah. at us and we're chaotic. And I was like, oh, just the best. So cute. Just yeah, the best. It was, it was really a cute. wonderful interview. They all had their own ways of interacting with the puppies. So it was interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. And then I, lo- I love watching Ian too. Ian has like the cutest. He just smiles and gets so happy about stuff. But yeah. he's quiet, so I think sometimes you don't notice him. But he's watching, and he's the whole interview. He was just like smiling ear to ear, and so excited. Yeah. Very cute. Okay, well, we could talk about this forever. Um, <laughs> we'll, I will talk about it forever. Just me, Terry and I were texting each other like <laughs> nonstop. Yeah. Oh my god! Did you see when? Yes, 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 we did. Uh, so congratulations, Stays. We got our puppy interview this week, and it was amazing. Let's move on. But we will talk about Stray Kids again next week because we have mm-hmm. the reality show now to review. And we're going to stick with Stray Kids because it's time for some K-pop news. Congratulations. The biggest congratulations to Stray Kids. They debuted on the Billboard 200 at number one for the second time this year. They're the only artists in the world to do that this year. So... Wow. No other artist has had two albums debut at number one on the Billboard 200. No, 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 no. Just Stray Kids. Hmm. Surprise, surprise. They also sold 117,000 copies. That's even more than Ordinary. If you listen to the podcast a lot, you know that's a lot more than other popular artists who recently were number one on the Billboard Mm -hmm. 200. They're killing it. They're the first Korean act to debut their first two charting albums at number one on the Billboard 200. Amazing. Um, This is an interesting statistic. 2022 has produced four number one albums on the Billboard 200 from um, non-English speakers, right? So Mm -hmm. we call foreign albums hit number one on the Billboard 200 in 2022 four times. It's the most in history. It's Bad Bunny, one from him, one from BTS, and two from Stray Kids. Amazing. History makers, chart toppers. They topped seven charts with Maxident, uh, besides the Billboard 200 that included world album charts, top album sales, and hot trending song. Number one. Wow. Just absolutely killed it. Absolutely smashed it. It's really hard to do. Like, I was like, Ordinary was so good, and that wasn't that long ago. That was March of this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's a tough, it's tough to release something else so soon. I was, I don't want to say I was nervous because I Stray Kids are it, but to outsell Ordinary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Charity. These antis don't know. They don't know what's coming. They don't even, they have no idea. They don't get it. Um, <laughs> congratulations, Stray Kids. We're so freaking proud of you. We're so excited. They've racked up four show wins so far for Case 143. So that's fun. It's just, it's a lovely time to be a stay. It's the best time to be a stay. They went on every single show too. I feel like they promoted this so heavily. There's so much Mm -hmm. content it's hard to keep up with on YouTube. So that's the best problem you can possibly have. Yeah, for sure. Because then you just always are constantly fed. Yeah. Oh, Stray Kids are feeding the fans. This is their time. Now is their time. And it's so exciting to watch this. Really proud of them. Really happy for them. 
Let's hope there's a tour in 2023. We will be there mm-hmm. a million times. We'll go to every every stop, Charity. <laughs> Just kidding. But maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on. Other massive, massive news in K-pop this week that we need to talk about. It's official. BTS is enlisting in military mm-hmm. service. Uh, they release an announcement. They will return together as a group in 2025, meaning they'll all be enlisting within the next couple of years. Jin will go first. He will be in the military by the end of this year. It's already October. So his enlistment is around the corner. Before that, he's releasing a solo song called The Astronaut that was co-written by Coldplay. We're getting that on October 28th, Charity. So Oh my goodness. All of this is happening very soon. What are your thoughts on the mandatory military enlistment? The fact that they're going, let's talk about this because it's a big deal. Um, I mean, all our favorites are going or have gone or gone now, actually. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's only fair. Yeah. It's, it's part of the deal. It's part of the deal. Yeah. If you're a K-pop fan, obviously their fandom, you know, there were some meltdowns on social media. I don't think they thought they were going to have to go. They're special. They don't have to. It's crazy to me that non-Korean citizens are fighting for that. I think if you don't live there and if it's you're not part of the country and the tradition where your father went, your brother went, I don't think you should be like saying they shouldn't have to go. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of one of those things. Personally, I feel like it makes sense. Um, I think it's a shame how their company handled it. I think, yeah, you know, they were really trying to get them out of military service. So all of a sudden, you know, the guys used to say they wanted to go. Then they started saying, well, our company is handling it. We'll do what they tell us to do. I think the company played politics and they lost. Mm-hmm. And now BTS has to go. It's just a shame that it would be really hard to not know when you have to go. Like, I know they've, you know, the guys are kind of, victims in this back and forth between the label and the government and yeah. at least now they know at least now fans know i wish that they would all go in at the same time please for the love of yeah. god send your artist at the same time it's a year and a half they all come back together like stop this staggering stuff at least they're only going to do a couple yeah. years like it's almost 2023 and they said they'd be back together in 2025 so yeah a couple years i think army can handle it we can handle it i'm excited for the solo stuff before they go. Yeah. Jin with Coldplay, that's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. I still love um, Epiphany by Jin. I think it's such a beautiful, mm-hmm. heartbreaking song. I cannot wait to hear this one. So, you know, it's part of part of the deal. If you're a K-pop fan, your favorites go to the military. Yeah. BTS isn't above that. They're Korean citizens. So, yeah, I'm not shocked. And I think... It's time to move on for the fandom, for them, for all of us. It's it's happening. At least we know. It was just so weird to be in limbo either way. Yeah, just to be in limbo. It's like, oh my God. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Victon. Victon announced their comeback November 15th. This will be the first comeback without member Chan, who left the group like last week. They've had some stuff going on. So be sure to support that. Excited for that. The American Music Awards have created a K-pop category for this year's show. Here's something that has got me fired up. Boy, I'm like in a bad mood this episode. I'm like, I hate this song. (laughs) This makes me mad. But I think you're going to agree with me on this one, Charity. The nominees for Best K-pop, Blackpink, BTS, Seventeen, T by T, and Twice. They said the nominees were selected based on their performance on the Billboard charts. 
Um, hmm. Bullshit. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Performance <laughs> on the Billboard charts. Who went number one twice? Hmm. Mm. Was it? Mm. None of these groups did that this year. Not a one. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That is a thinker. That's so what that is. Get the F out of here. You're not going to have best K-pop for 2022 and not have stray kids in there. That tells no. me everything you need to know. These nominees are very similar to the um, MTV European Music Award nominations. Um, no. There's a certain company that has three, three out of five. And hmm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Just keep handing the awards to people. We know what these award shows are. Straight kids are still going to be the biggest group in the world. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But they, you can't have a K pop award for best K pop of 2022 in America and not have straight kids there. They should win it, let yeah. alone be nominated. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's insane. And then when you say they were selected based on the Billboard charts, that's when really upset. A load of crap. Yeah. <laughs> I just read you all the records they broke. So maybe they'll say this was before Maxident came out and they didn't factor that in. Well, your mistake. You'll forget idiots. But that's like kind of BTS's show anyway. You know, they won a lot of awards yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah. They debuted. Yeah. Their American debut was American Music Awards. So BTS has a great relationship with, with them. So therefore, their label does. And, you know. Politics of award shows are stupid, uh, but I still get fired up. <laughs> That's why we have our own award show. Yeah. Hey, guys. NKQ Awards. Three years. <laughs> year three will be in December. Yeah. We're already yeah. compiling a list of our nominees. There are fan-voted awards and NKQ Awards. So yes, yes. stay get tuned ready. for that. If you're not familiar, Charity and I have our own award show, K-pop <laughs> award show. It's the biggest and best award show. Yeah. It's yeah. a really, really big deal in the K-pop world. So <laughs> just get ready. I mean, I don't know. Get ready. It's been yeah. virtual the past couple of years, but I don't know. Maybe we will just have to do an in-person one one of these days. Yeah. yeah. Rose Bowl. We can probably get that same promoter. Yeah. yeah the camp promoter. <laughs> this year, the promoter of camp will be putting on the NKQ Awards. <laughs> All of these artists will be there. <laughs> That's, yeah Sorry. perfect couldn't couldn't help with the shade perfect perfect um no but we do that because we love all the k-pop award shows at the end of the year we decided to do our own and it's been a really fun segment for us we uh it's hard with the podcast you get into the routine of the like weekly reviews and a lot of the fun segments that we did when we started out some of them we haven't done as much recently and don't worry we're aware yeah. and we're going to be bringing in some more fun segments here at the end of the year. So look forward to that, including the NKQ Awards. Uh, La Seraphim, we reviewed the lovely days tonight. Unfortunately, Chaewon and Yunjin were in a minor car accident. They're okay, some bumps and bruises, but their appearance, mm. um, the group could not perform on M Countdown this week because of that. So, oh, poor thing. Yeah, that's awful. I'm happy to hear that no one was seriously hurt, but that's scary. Uh, One Us, Raven from One Us is on hiatus while accusations involving an ex-girlfriend are investigated. So Raven will no longer be promoting with the group or involved in any group activities while they're doing an investigation into the accusations. So we'll see. Hopefully the truth comes out. That's, I guess that's what frustrates me. The truth doesn't come out. 
Like it doesn't, yeah. it'll come out on the internet when people are like, wait, this was proven false. This was just like a f- crazy fan, or this was someone who's made accusations against people from specific labels and no one talks about it. And it's just yeah. the scandal yeah. follows the person. Look at Wanho. Yeah. That girl ruined multiple careers. Mm-hmm. Let's just put our heads together. Why someone would do that. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll just keep moving. Um, that's the news for this week. There's a lot more that came out. K-pop moves fast. Uh, so sorry if we missed anything. It's that time, Charity. What's your song of the week? Um, I think I'm going to have to go with Impurities by Les Seraphim because I really like that song. Mm, yeah, great song. I'm we're, we're on the same page here tonight because I'm sticking with Les Seraphim. I'm going to go with Antifragile. I think it's a wonderful yeah. single. It's such a good song. It's so catchy. So, La Seraphim, you're two for two with the New York City K-pop queens. Loved the comeback. Congratulations. Next week, Kian for Monsta X, his first solo comeback. Itzy's dropping an English single. You know we're going to review that Dreamcatcher release, and we'll have more stuff for you. So, tune in. Same time, same place. New podcast episodes drop every Friday morning. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of our world. We've been doing this 126 weeks in a row. It's crazy to think about how this is just a part of our lives now, right, Charity? Like, Yeah, yeah. The podcast, K-pop music, it's such a major part of both of our lives. And we have our listeners to thank. It'd be hard to do this if we knew that no one was listening. And all of you listening every week and sending us nice comments and connecting with us personally, it means the world. So thank you so much for being part of our queendom and part of our world. We love K-pop. Um, <laughs> sorry if we offended anyone tonight by liking or not liking specific comebacks. <laughs> but we just opinions. Thank you for listening. We love you. We hope you're happy and healthy and safe. We'll be here same time next week. Bye, queendom. Have a great week, everyone. We love you. Bye. Bye.